The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the days drew near for Jesus to be taken up, he set his face to go to Jerusalem, and he sent messengers ahead of him. On their way they entered a village of the Samaritans to make ready for him, but they did not receive Jesus because his face was set toward Jerusalem. When his disciples James and John saw it, They said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them? But he turned and rebuked them. Then they went to another village. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Today we begin reading from the book of Job. Many scholars think this is the oldest book in the Bible. The setting is the patriarchal period before the giving of the law when the father acted as priest for the family. In chapter 1 of Job, we hear that Job was a righteous man. He was blameless. God had pointed out to Satan, See my servant Job, how he honors me. And Satan said, Yes, but only because he is affluent and you have protected him from any suffering. Take away his goods and he will curse you to your face. God allowed Satan then to tempt and try Job by taking away all his possessions, his cattle, his crops, even his children died all in rapid succession on the same day. And yet at the end of chapter 1, we find that Job did not curse God. Job continued to honor God and keep the covenant. Well, again, God points out to Satan, see my servant Job, he still honors me despite all that you've done to him. And Satan responds, skin for skin. Yes, he suffered in his goods, but when he suffers in his body, he will curse you to your face. And again, God allowed Satan to try Job by personal suffering. Job broke out in all kinds of boils from head to toe. He was reduced to sitting in an ash heap, scraping his skin to get some relief. And finally, his wife does say to him, You should curse God and die. But even then, Job refuses. In fact, we have this famous verse with Job where he says, Naked I came from my mother's womb, naked I shall return. Yahweh gave, Yahweh has taken away. Blessed be the name of Yahweh. That's the setting for today's reading from chapter 3, where finally Job's three friends come to sit with him in quiet and lament with Job. And at the end of a long period of time, because they are now sitting in their own ash heap and they're tearing their clothes and so on. But Job now speaks in chapter 3, and we heard it in today's reading, where Job now laments the day of his birth. And he curses not God, but he curses the choice God made to create him. So he begins to lose his faith. Now Job doesn't yet understand the value or at least the redemptive possibility of suffering, because it hasn't yet been taught to him. Later in the prophets, like Isaiah, for example, will teach that the Messiah will be a suffering servant. He will redeem the world through his own anguish. Even the apostles had a hard time learning this, because when God asked the disciples, who do people say that I am? And Peter said, you are the Christ. But in the same chapter 16 of Matthew's Gospel, As soon as Jesus says, I must go and suffer, 
Peter takes him aside and rebukes Jesus. Now it's Peter who's tempting Jesus and says, you should not suffer. Jesus has to say, get behind me, Satan. It's a hard lesson. And in fact, throughout the Gospels, the apostles will not understand that suffering does have its redemptive value. Even on his way to the cross, James and John and the other apostles get into an argument as to who will be the greatest in the kingdom. Just after Jesus says, I'm going to my death, they say that. Today we honor St. Vincent de Paul. St. Vincent de Paul knew suffering. He knew that many people were suffering, and he tried to relieve their suffering, at least teach them what God had himself taught and lived. He was a great saint, and today we have many organizations in our church that are helping those who are suffering, including, of course, St. Vincent de Paul Society, but we want to honor this man, St. Vincent de Paul, because he founded not only the Facensians, but he also co-founded the Daughters of Charity. He was ordained at the early age of 20, and his first inclination was to live a real comfortable life in the court of royalty, a spiritual advisor to the king. But he had a conversion, and he devoted the rest of his life to acts of charity, serving the poor, orphans, prostitutes, the sick, the disabled, the homeless. Today we all have our own suffering, and some more than others, and it's a difficult lesson for us, but we're called to embrace Christ and his plan for us, including suffering, including loss, and to fold it all into God's providential plan, because God always brings good out of evil. But let's maintain our faith, our hope, and our love that even in our suffering, even in those times where we don't understand what God is doing, God is working if we would open our hearts as St. Vincent de Paul did and begin to live out, help others who are also suffering and bring them into this understanding that God loves everyone and desires the salvation of the world, even through suffering, even through the suffering of his son. Let us praise the Lord.